On Radio 2000, we're talking tech, uh, because it is Tech Tuesday today. And on the line, we've got Faith Mangope. Uh, she's going to be telling us about the Faith Mangope Technology and Leadership Institute. They're calling on ladies between the ages of 18 to 227 to be part of their 2022 program. And she's going to tell us all about it. Hi, Faith. Hi, Natty. How are you doing? Well, thank you. How are you doing? I cannot complain. I'm very excited to be speaking to you this afternoon. Listen. I think that... Um, Certain yes. opportunities come at a great time where we get to expand a little bit about tech and where we are, especially with uh, women being integrated into it. This sounds very exciting. It sounds like there are opportunities for young females, and that's always a good story to tell, right? Absolutely. And and we need to tell the story now more than ever, mm. um, simply because of the, I call it the tech divide that exists within our status. Um, mm. I have to look at the way in which education in itself has evolved over time. And we have to ask the critical questions around inclusivity in education. Mm. You know, are we including women in the education sphere? Are we encouraging these women yes. to actually continue studying math and science in school? And are we making subject matter more relevant and adaptable to them um, so that they can continue with the subject matter way after school? Um, so these kinds of conversations become pertinent now more than ever yeah. because, Nati, to not sound unpopular, we need to reimagine education and say, what does education look like yeah. when it's relevant, when it speaks to um, the, the future and when it speaks to global thinking as opposed to just dealing with the immediate. Indeed, and the future is technology, uh, Faith. Okay, so take us through the program and how it was conceptualized. So to be very honest with you, the, the program was conceptualized from a day of me being frustrated with the way which we educate. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have gone to schools that have allowed me to get access to certain opportunities as well. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, the South African story is that not everybody has got that individual that looks out for them and that can give them access to certain opportunities. Um, I've had an opportunity to, to go to the States with the YALI program. And when I came back, I thought, how then do we start making an impact? Mm. It's not good enough to sit as South Africans and criticize, right, from out the comfort from, of our homes, yeah. but without being able to do something about it. And to be honest with you, I've always wanted to have a technology and leadership institute. I just thought I needed to be Oprah to do so and have Oprah money to do so. Maybe you, you know, are. I, Maybe you are, Faith. Maybe you are. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I really thought I wanted, I, I had to be Oprah and do Oprah, and Oprah money to do yeah. so. But once upon a time, I, I, was, I was speaking at, a, at one such a, a women's conference, funny enough, mm. and uh, one of the managing directors who's now part of my board, Smart Technology Africa, was there, and, and the managing director turned to me and I want to technology and leadership empower people with real critical skills that speak to 4IR. I don't want the fourth industrial revolution to be an exclusive, um, an exclusive phenomena for people that are able to tackle it and access it. I want the fourth industrial revolution to be accessible to or get access to it. And unfortunately, because of the access to, to education information and the lack thereof, we're finding that a lot of people are being left out of it. Yeah. So 4IR and the concept remains just a concept instead of something that is tangible. And, and to be honest with you, the, the best way to start is to start. Yeah. And, and I've been fortunate enough that when I said I'm starting, I had the support that allowed me to start. So we launched it in 2019 in August on the 8th. And and and, I, and and we started off with girls. We gave them laptops and we said, we are going to teach curriculum that allows you not just to be a woman who's in tech, but a woman who's adaptable, who's global, who's a leader. Because I think that we need to be able to start inculcating a culture of leadership, 
especially amongst our young women. But that also starts by inculcating a culture in our young women that says to them, you deserve to be at the table. You're not there because you're an imposter. You actually deserve to be an economic contributor within the 4IR space. Was it it difficult to get the support you needed to get this idea off the ground? Oh, 100%. Mm. I, I think that with any form of new idea, it requires investment. And I always believe that people don't invest in ideas as much as they invest in people. People mm. need to have a certain level of trust in you to know that what they are backing, they are backing and it's going to give them a return on investment. Indeed. So I had to do what normal people do. I had to knock on doors, right? I'm still knocking on doors because I truly believe that in order for us to scale at the level that I want and the level that uh, we want is to go uh, continental, we want to have a footprint on almost every country on this African continent that. of ours, mm. um, you have to knock on doors. And you're going to be rejected a lot of times, which I was rejected a lot of times because some people did not even understand what we were trying to do. But some doors opened. Um, and our event uh, was sponsored by Absa Life. And thank you very much to certain partners of ours that have come on board and have stuck around with us and, and have seen us through the journey. But we continue to knock on doors because between you and I, Nati, what I would like to see is 40,000 women going through our program every single year um, across the continent. And I would like to see more and more women empowered with the digital skills, and we'll touch base in terms of what are those skills that they learn, but the digital skills that allow them to be economic contributors. In simple English, I desire to put food on the table of many Africans, South Africans, and the way that we're going to do so is to make tech relevant and tech accessible to all of them. I love it. So the course, your aim for this course is to equip, is to educate and to empower young girls, right? But tell us the detail. What does the course entail? Sure. So when you study with us, it's a nine-month program where you get to study software uh, development. That's a part of our program. You also get to learn uh, Microsoft Power BI data analysts. So you get to understand the the, the filtering, the sifting of data analytics. You're also going to be studying... um, uh, micro, uh, uh, cloud computing um, as well, so cloud computing concept through Microsoft Azure, and then also we're going to be studying with the Java. It sounds like foreign terminology, <laughs> but but these are just some of the the, the, the programs that we're going to be running. Mm. And then we also got um, an EQ as well as a CQ pl- uh, component to it because we believe that in order for you to be an adaptable, savvy, global thinker with a local understanding and local grounding, you need to be able to have your AQ, which is your adaptability quotient, which equals to your IQ, which is the tech that we teach, right, the the learning and the programs that we teach, uh, plus EQ, which is your emotional intelligence, so we Mm. groom you from a leadership perspective, plus EQ, which is your creativity quotient. Nati, you know that the older we get, the less creative we become. Mm. But what would happen if we flipped it around and we encourage people, young people especially, to be creative and we allow them the space? They will be more innovative because they allow the space to be creative. So that's, what we, that's the formula that we use. We say in order for you to be an adaptable human being, it equals to your IQ plus EQ plus CQ. Uh, and then we take you through the leadership component as well in the program. We take you through the emotional intelligence. We, we, we partner you up with coaches. We also have a concurrent program that is running where we do 3D printing. So we've acquired 3D printers as an institution, and we assist our girls to make and create some of these products so that they can start taking them to market. And with that mindset, we're saying we need to be able to inspire an entrepreneurial mindset within the girls so that from the get-go, when you study our program, the 3D printing model allows you to actually go out there and sell something and to feel as though you are creating something out of nothing. Um, so it is, it's nine months to come out, and then we, we assist you with placing 
um, and with placing you in employment. We don't say we guarantee that mm. you're going to have a job. What we're saying is that we're going to facilitate for you to actually get employment. We're going to open up those doors, have those conversations, because there's no point in you having all this knowledge if that knowledge is not going to be applicable somewhere. Indeed. And through our partners as well, we, we've, we've been very, um, you know, we've been very excited the fact that we've been able to place at least 90% of our girls every time. Um, and some of our girls are working for banks right now, which I'm very proud of. But it, it comes in from that saying that we cannot just equip you with knowledge. We need to be able to open up those doors that are not accessible to you on a normal basis so that you can become employable and you can get into those spheres because not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And mm. we take that in mind. I love that because too many, there are too many, I think you've seen this, I'm sure you've seen this, there's just too many educated, unemployed graduates. So 100%. the fact that you also facilitate job placement is, uh, is is top prize for me. Okay, so let's talk about age limit. So apart from the age limit, what other requirements do potential candidates need to meet? Sure, if you are um, of, um, let's say, say that you've completed the trick and you are 18, 19 years old, you are wanting to be part of our program, um, before you go into to maybe study further or do whatever, you need to have up uh, at least 50% in English, math, and science. All right? At least 50% and higher mm. in English, math, and science. If you are um, somebody who's already got uh, some kind of a higher learning certificate or diploma or degree, you need to be able to have an improve and show at least 60% within those marks and show that you've got a keen in- interest in 4IR. Um, it's not enough just to say, I want to do tech. You have to do the research and understand what are you getting yourself into as mm-hmm. well. So have a keen interest in 4R because our program is a Monday to Friday program from uh, 9 o'clock until 4 o'clock. So these women get taken through rigorous training. It is a full-time program. But I promise you, when you come out of the other side, there's a lot of confidence that is instilled with you, a lot of emotional intelligence, and we just make you somebody who's global. I, I always see my, say that this program is one where somebody looks at a Santali girl and say, I want to be, I want to have that girl in my, in my work. I want to have that girl in my institution because I know exactly what I'm signing up for. So we take the girls through rigorous training, but we also give them an allowance, a, 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 a transport allowance, because we also understand the socioeconomic climate. I can't say to you, come and get an education. I must also be able to be empathetic enough to understand the situation that we all come from. Mm. So we also do give that allowance that allows you to come to school and, 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 to, and to study. And what's important is that also that this is for free, right? Yeah. We, we give you training for free because we understand that in order for us to change the status quo of the exclusion that exists within our education framework, we are going to have to do it from the ground up. Um, if we're going to reimagine education, we can't ima- reimagine education from a premise of exclusivity and that only the kids that get private school are the kids that get included in this digital movement. All kids must be included in the digital movement, but it comes with all kids having access to it. I love it. So you're, empower- you're empowering young girls between 18 and 27, uh, 27. The registration is free and they get a stipend every month. Yes. Love it. I absolutely (laughs) love it. So where can the public go for more information? Absolutely. You can simply go onto our website. Please do feel free to check it out, which is www.femtali, which is F-M-P-A-L-I. That's F for father, M for mother, T for Thomas, A for apple, L-I, dot com. Um, You can also uh, email us at uh, info at femtali dot com. But on our website, you'll have also how to apply and um, how to get all the details in, in terms of the applications. But as I said, we're all looking for women to join into this program because 
I, if it were up to me, I would have 40,000 women in this program. Yeah. And, and that's how we can really move the needle forward in terms of education, in terms of empowering, truly empowering women with those critical skills so that they can be active participants in this economic divide. I love it. I love it, Faith. And I love your passion for empowering young women. Uh, thank you so much and all the best with the, with the, with the uh, technology, with the Faith Mangobe Technology and Leadership Institute. Pardon me. Thank you Mayor. so much. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Faith. There's Faith Mangobe, founder of the Faith Mangobe Technology and Leadership Institute.